0: Shalom, everyone. It's great to be back here once again on uh, tomorrow's weekend edition. And I want to thank tomorrow for allowing me back. And I also want to extend an apology to all the listeners out there. Uh, I know that I've missed the past few weeks of uh, the Noahide segment for weekend edition, but I have to tell you that the World Conference of the Noahide Nations was a year in the planning. And unfortunately, the last few weeks leading up to the conference were just so time consuming. Uh, I was unable to uh, sit down and and put together uh, an effective segment uh, that I felt very good about in conveying to everybody. So I do apologize for that. I am now back. And today I want to give you kind of an update of the World Conference of the Noahide Nations. Uh, As I mentioned, this was a year-long effort that culminated in the launch of the conference on June 26th and ending in the evening of June 29th, and I must tell you that it was truly a remarkable event with more blessings than time will allow for in this 12-minute segment. I would like to, however, share a brief overview of some of the things that did occur Uh, First of all, the purpose of the conference, uh, Beyond Learning Torah, was to bring about a unification of Noahides to work together to bring about world peace, which is our role in the Gentile world, and how do we go about doing that? I sincerely believe that after this conference, we have accomplished that with many of the various projects and plans for the future that were discussed during this conference. We were also wanting to make the Jewish community aware of who Noahides are and what we believe in and with the hope of really bringing some unity between the Jews and and the Noahides, which up to now really has been non-existent. Uh, I sincerely believe that we have also achieved a margin of success in this area as well. And in fact, uh, this, this idea was exemplified on day one Thursday when I was uh, milling about and working hard and getting some logistical things taken care of. One of them was getting the vendor tables uh, organized and getting books set up and, and just getting things ready to go for Thursday afternoon to launch the conference. And I had a kind man uh, approach me as I was standing there in my shorts and my my sweaty White Sox World Champions shirt. And he looks me right in the eye and says, What is a Noahide? Well, of course, not being shy, I took advantage of the opportunity to share with him how biblically what Noahides are and what we believe in, that we believe in the the one true creator of of all things. We believe in the God of Israel. I explained to him these seven laws uh, given to Noah, which are, of course, called the Noahide Laws. And after explaining and providing my explanation to him, he just simply stood there with his glazed look over his eyes and simply said, this is absolutely amazing. I'm a Jew. And at that moment, I realized that what we were doing here at the conference was entirely correct in attempting to bring unity and knowledge of the Noahides to the Jewish people. And this man who was attending a CPA seminar in another section of the conference uh, area walked away with that knowledge and was, was just absolutely blessed by virtue of the fact that he as a Jew now knows what a Noahide is. Now there were many special moments uh, in, in this conference, uh, I'm going to go ahead and elaborate on, on as many as I can in the brief amount of time that I have available. For example, Rabbi Yeshayahu Hollander of the Nasset Sanhedrin spoke twice and had the people buzzing the entire conference with his lectures. Uh, Rabbi Hollander uh, is such a kind and and, and knowledgeable Torah scholar Uh, I I can't even convey this, but I can share with you that this man took the time to speak to every individual who attended this conference, possibly two or three times. Uh, Rabbi Hollander also caught me off guard at one point and brought up a halakha question to me regarding using a public facility during the Shabbat. And he explained to me what was going on and that he wanted to meet with the general manager of the hotel so that he could purchase all of the common area in the hotel for $1. Of course, this uh, very much intrigued me because if he's able to pull this off, I'm having Rabbi Hollander negotiate my next contract for the next World Conference which with whatever venue we, we have it at. So I took him down and we met with uh, Christine, who was the general manager of this particular Hilton. And he conveyed to her the the halakhic difficulty with the use of the public areas and that he needed to make this his and that he wanted to buy all the common area in the hospital or in the hospital in the Hilton for that day for one dollar. And as I'm sitting there waiting for a response, I I see her looking at him, and she just all of a sudden said, no, I, I, I can't take your money. He then looks at me, she then looks at me, and I said, you have to do this. Allow him to do this so that we can have our Shabbat here in the hotel. And she, she simply took the dollar and said, well, I'll just go ahead and pass it on to somebody else. And he said, yeah, buy yourself an ice cream or whatever. When my wife and I left on Monday, she said that she was so taken by this and so touched by everything that she had learned about Noahides and about the Jewish community that she was going to keep and frame that $1 bill as a memento of this time in her life. Absolutely remarkable. Uh, there were many other things that were uh, uh, talked about, one of the major things that was received very, very well by all the attendees and the, the, the speakers and particularly uh, the rabbis and their wives uh, was the organization known as NOAA, the Noahide Online Association of Homeschoolers. Uh, the girls in charge of this, uh, Christine Cassidy and Elisa Jay were simply remarkable and had a significant impact with their presentations. As we all know, in order for progress to occur in the world, change must happen first. Well, in order for change in the magnitude that we're speaking of in terms of world peace and harmony between our fellow man, it must start with the children. And they have a plan to achieve this successfully by starting to teach our young children at an early age Torah the value of Torah, the value of our fellow man, and to teach them about Hashem and His ways. And they just did a phenomenal job. It was well-received. The energy level was sky high. And all I can see is nothing but success with this program. So my congratulations to Christine and Elisa and, and all of their work and the people that worked with them in launching this program. Another wonderful idea that was proposed and and is going to be implemented as of the conference is that Noahide Nations has provided a vehicle by which licensing can occur for those Noahides who wish to be in a a clergy role as it were through an organization called the International Torah Fellowship. The licensing program is simply designed to adhere to the state's requirements for being able to go into hospitals and uh, visit prisons uh, to marry and bury people uh, based upon the state requirements of licensing. So we are going to provide a credentialing and licensing program through Noahide Nations Torah Learning Center and then through the International Torah Fellowship which will be the licensing arm of Noahide Nations and allow this to happen so that we can now have Noahides going out into uh, areas of need based upon the requirements of the state. Uh, Also another wonderful thing that occurred was a tremendous roundtable that took place between the rabbis and all the uh, attendees of the conference and this led to many many halakhic questions and answers. It also Uh, allowed for questions of the future of the Noahides and how we can help each other and how we can continue on beyond uh, the conference and the energy uh, that it has created. And this was just a remarkable moment, Uh, It's kind of started off in a a very interesting way with once again Rabbi Hollander uh, uh, showing us the, the, the humorous side of himself by grabbing the mic right before the round table started and just shared with everybody. Now we're going to show you a demonstration of how rabbis can disagree. So it was everybody was laughing and having a good time, and it helped us to roll right into this round table very smoothly and it was a, a very, very successful time, and very beneficial and quite a blessing from Hashem to be able to do this. Uh, the golden crown of the high priest uh, was on display at the conference. Uh, Rabbi Chaim Richmond brought this over with the permission of the Temple Institute, and he did an absolutely remarkable presentation on not just the physical value here in the world of this crown and what it means to us as man in Hashem's creation, but also the spiritual value of not just the crown but in particular the crown but of all the vessels and the temple and what it means to us as Hashem's creation at a spiritual level Uh, Rabbi Richmond was absolutely remarkable uh, in this presentation and once again Rabbi Richmond was uh, uh, presented uh, at a later time the Noahide Halakha Uh, he answered questions that have been bandied about in Noahide circles for years and years and years And now the rabbis in Israel are truly involved in coming up with halakhic decisions that will help Noahide shape the Noahide movement, uh, practice the Noahide laws in a, in a, a more proper fashion under the guidance of, quite frankly, halakhic specialists, Torah scholars beyond imagine. So, Rabbi Richmond, thank you so much for bringing the crown over and and sharing your wisdom and knowledge uh, with me and with all the attendees of of the conference. I'd like to share a little bit now about uh, uh, two people who came all the way from Israel who I can now call my friends. And and I mean this in such a genuine way. uh, Yishai and Malka Fleischer. Uh, All of you know these folks from Israel National Radio. Uh, They have been tremendous support uh, for Noahide nations, for Noahides in general, and for the Noahide movement overall. When I met these folks for the first time face-to-face, I was taken by how involved and how much help they wanted to be. And, and, and the level of support that Israel National Radio truly is to the Noahide movement. Um, and Yishai got up, and he did a, a, an hour or so lecture uh, uh, on behalf of Israel National Radio, and I think he was about three, three and a half feet off the stage because he was so motivated by what was going on, and when he was done, people were walking out of his lecture. They were three, four feet off the ground. I mean, he was a truly inspirational individual, and as is his wife malka what a what a, a wonderful, charming person she was so kind that she actually sat in on the round table as part of the crew that was on stage to answer questions and she was absolutely remarkable uh, in, in her responses, and you could truly tell how dedicated both she and her husband are to the Noahide Movement. So, uh, Yishai and Maka, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being a part of this conference and and blessing everyone that you have. And and I can now, I I call you friend, and I I mean that genuinely. And I know that our friendship is going to develop uh, uh, more from here forward to the benefit of the Noahide and, and the Noahide Movement in general. Uh, another absolute blessing that took place was something that happened spontaneously. It was uh, uh, it was done by the rabbis, some of the rabbis who were there at the conference, to actually seat a Beit Din in which to allow Noahides, who chose to, to make a declaration, uh, a, a pledge of sorts, of allegiance to Hashem, to his Torah, to the keeping of, of the Noahide laws, and to my surprise, there there were had to be over 50 people who on the spur of the moment made the decision to make this declaration before a baked in. This was an absolute blessing because it happened exactly the way Hashem had planned it to happen, and in fact, Uh, while this was all being put together some questions some halakhic questions came up as to whether or not a Noahide could make this declaration over the phone Uh, there were a number of people who through circumstances beyond their control were not able to make the conference even though they would registered to be there they wanted a means by which they could take the same declaration well Rabbi Hollander and and Rabbi Richmond got together with the rabbis in Israel, debated it, discussed it, and an answer was given down that, yes, indeed, this declaration could be made over the phone. So not only was this a tremendous blessing for everyone who had the opportunity to do this in person in front of a bait den, it was also a blessing that expanded over the phone lines to people who were not able to to make this. It was just a beautiful thing. There were many pictures. I hope to be able to get uh, these up on the website with the help of uh, those who are in, in attendance uh, for this declaration. And I must thank the rabbis who sat on this Beit Din in order to allow this blessing to happen. And finally, I, I just a brief uh, uh, mention about Rabbi Tovia Singer. Uh, He and I had discussed this conference for nearly a year. Uh, He fully planned on being there to make a a lecture to all the attendees and as you all know uh, Rabbi Singer uh, was called by Hashem to return home to do Aliyah. Uh, We're going through some very very difficult times in Israel and Hashem called him home to be a rabbi in the land to provide counseling to the the, the people uh, to help in any way he possibly could physically and spiritually even if this meant just crying with his brothers and sisters. Rabbi Singer is a remarkable man and he was so kind even amidst all of this to sit down and created a one hour lecture directed right towards the attendees of this conference. And in doing so, Nohide Nation scrambled in creating the graphic arts for the CD, uh, uh, got them replicated and delivered in time for the conference. We found out that Rabbi Singer wouldn't be able to make it the Thursday before the conference start date. And by Tuesday, we had everything in place and the CDs delivered to the hotel. Truly, the hand of Hashem was involved in this. And quite frankly, uh, regarding the lecture, Rabbi Singer, you're an amazing man. My wife and I listened to this for the first time on our way home from the conference. And I must tell you, by the end of the hour, we were both in tears. And in fact, so much so, we had to pull off the road to to gather ourselves before I drove my vehicle up a tree. Uh, It was absolutely touching and, and, and spiritual. And just meant so much to my wife and I that I can't even imagine the blessing that your lecture is going to shower on those who will listen to it after the conference. You are truly a remarkable man, and thank you so much for what you did to make that possible. And tomorrow, I must thank you uh, for allowing me to come on uh, Weekend Edition and share this with everybody. I know there's a lot of folks out there that are sending me emails, what happened, how did it go. I hope this in some small way can answer those questions. I'll also add that there will be a set of DVDs of all the speakers made available once they're all edited. Keep an eye out on NoahideNations.com when an announcement will be made of their availability and I encourage you to uh, purchase the the set or specific speakers that you wish to learn from Because they were all absolutely remarkable. So keep an eye out for that DVD set. And I might also add as a final note, believe it or not, in Hashem's creation, there is both good and evil, a a balance, if you will. And I will go ahead and share with you that there were many who tried to stop this conference and prevent it from happening. And over the next weeks, I'm going to address this to demonstrate balance. And why these challenges occur, and why Hashem brings them into our paths so that we can overcome them and become more righteous. And I'm going to uh, touch on some of these happenings so that uh, we can all learn from what Hashem has for us in terms of meeting these challenges and walking in His way and truly meaning it. Until then, everybody, shalom. Thank you. Shavuot. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I'll see you all next week. Take care.